Welcome back to the Constructive Liberty Podcast. Today is episode 98, and we are going to talk about five steps to creating your perfect morning routine. Now, why do we need a morning routine? Well, for myself, I look at my early morning as the foundation for the rest of the day. And if my early morning isn't right, the rest of the day also isn't right most of the time. Now, you can get back on track, but it's a lot easier when you have that morning routine to set the foundation for the day. I want to give you a quote before I jump into that. And this is, I've got two for you. The, the first one, I just had to share it with you. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, just, you'll get it. You'll get it when I share it. Uh, this comes from Robert Frost. He said, the brain is a wonderful organ. It starts working the moment you get up in the morning and doesn't stop until you get into the office. Now, that is an indictment really on the nine to five monotonous office job that so many people have and hate. Now, if that's your thing, great, good for you. But so many people hate that, that type of work. And it's, uh, it's, it was funny when I read that your brain starts working the moment you get up in the morning and doesn't stop until you get into the office. But the real quote I wanted to share with you today comes from Richard Waitley. He said, lose an hour in the morning and you'll spend all day looking for it. That is where your perfect morning routine comes into play. When you know what it is that you're doing, when you can flow through that, your coffee, your devotions, your prayer time, your exercise, your everything in the morning, when you have a flow to it and you're not waking up last minute rushing around trying to get out the door to get to that nine to five job, then your mornings go smoother and your day is so much better. Before I jump into the five steps that'll help you set up your perfect morning routine, I want to send out a little PSA, public service announcement, announcement if you don't know. If you get a cut on your hand, especially from a piece of metal, which most cuts come from some form of metal, clean it out really well. I got a cut on my hand about two and a half weeks ago, and it wasn't even from a dirty piece of metal per se. Like I, the the metal had been in the dirt and all of that, but it, it it wasn't like it was all caked in mud and everything, and it wasn't rusty metal. But I cut myself on it. Not even a bad cut. Apparently, I didn't clean it out very well because here about three days ago, I, my hand started getting a little sore, swelling up a little bit. And I noticed around that cut, it was turning dark. Like it was just looking really weird. So I went and had it checked out on Monday, I believe. Mo yeah, Monday. And actually ended up passing out in the doctor's office because she was digging around in there with a needle, which was really painful. And I passed out due to the pain, due to the needle in my hand. I don't know. It was painful and <laughs> it was not a fun experience by any means, but I just want to pass it on. Clean out your cuts. If you get a cut on your hand, I cut myself all the time and typically just wrap it up and don't worry about it. I've never had an issue until now. And now my hand is almost useless. I'm hoping it heals up quickly because 
I've got lots of stuff I need to get going on. I got lots of stuff I need to do. I don't have time to have a useless hand. And it's very painful. Keeps me up at night, keeps me from sleeping, keeps me from doing anything. Every now and then I got to stop and scream internally because it'll have a stabbing, shooting pain in my hand. And it's just not cool. Wanted to throw that out to you. So let's jump right into it. Five steps to setting up your perfect morning routine. So if there's anything you can do to improve your life significantly, I think it starts with setting up your day with a morning routine. That puts intentionality into your day. It gives your morning form and design and, and function. Like you, you move through each step knowing what comes next. You're calm, cool, and collected, as they say. You know what's coming, and you know what you're supposed to do. There's no surprises. Like, you're not waking up at 9 o'clock scrambling around to get out the door at 9.15. And when you have that routine in place, you're not likely to forget what's important in your morning because that's the thing with routine. It's habitual. Like, you do it every day. It's routine. It comes automatically. It's that habit muscle, going doing it over and over and over again. Now, some people think that setting up a routine is kind of intimidating. Like, I don't like early mornings and got to do the same thing over and over and over again. Isn't that really boring? Well, no. I mean, doing the same thing over and over again, if it's things that set you up for your day, yeah, it might be boring, but it sets you up for the most success possible in your day. So as Alex Hormozzi says, do the boring work. So step number one is understanding what your morning is all about, what your morning routine is for. When, when you set out to create a new routine or a new habit, that's hard work, especially as like doing the steps daily before it becomes a habit, constantly repeating the same action. That's, it's not easy. It's not, uh, it's not difficult, but it's not easy, if that makes any sense. It's easy to go back into the old ways of doing things. You wake up one or two mornings on time, you know, early, and then suddenly you're back in the old habit of, of waking up at nine. I mean, that, that doesn't build the good habit muscle. So you need to understand what your purpose is for getting up early. Like, why are you trying to have a better morning? What do you, what do you want in your morning? What is it about your mornings that you want more of? What, what do you want in your day? Do you want more peace in your day? Do you want more productivity, more confidence, more calm in your day? You need to know what it is that you're searching for so that you can build that into your routine. And then as you build out the routine, step number two is implement it in baby steps. Like Dave Ramsey has what he calls his baby step plan for paying off debt. You take the smallest debt, pay it off first, then apply all the payments to the next debt and the next and so on. It's a snowball system, but it's part of his baby steps. And you don't do everything all at once. Take one step, you get that down pat, and then you do the next thing. That's the same way with creating a habit or a routine. You can't change your whole sleep schedule and and do the whole morning routine all at once. Some people can, but it's not sustainable because it's so many new things and the habits don't stick. But you have to 
stack those things. Like if you want to spend more time in devotions while you're drinking your coffee, but you have trouble getting out of bed uh, more than 15 minutes before you have to be out the door, well, then the foundation for your morning routine is going to be a good night's sleep so that you can get up early enough to do the other things. You're not going to have time to sit down and, and drink coffee until you've gotten up earlier. And that probably includes changing your night habits, which we'll get to in a bit. So work towards that. Implement first things first and then move on to the next, but do it in baby steps so you're not overwhelmed. The third step is commit to consistency. You're not going to succeed in building the new habits if you don't, like we said earlier, do the same thing repeatedly. Do the boring work. You can't do this half-assedly, okay? You've got to do this every single day. Don't wake up at your at the time that you say you'll get up for two mornings and then fall back into your old routine of sleeping in till the last minute. And then, you know, okay, well, tomorrow I'll get up on time. And then you hit the snooze. And then the next day you sleep until nine again. And then you, you do good for three days. No, no, no half-assery here. Do the thing. Commit to it. Be consistent. Do the boring work. Number four is work out an evening routine. And this is something that I like to do. I don't have a big, long, full list of evening routine things, but I set time apart. And most days I go over my schedule for the next day. That way I know what's coming. I know what I have to do, where I have to be, who I have to meet, who I need to call, all of those things. Um, some people go as far as laying out their clothes for the next day. And I often do the same thing and, and it makes the morning go smoother. So if you have an evening routine, that sets you up for a good morning routine. And then step number five is to create the routine, right? <laughs> so step number five to a good mornings is creating that routine. The key in that is to address all of your morning needs, okay? Whether you like exercising, you know, your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your emotional health. It might be things like you have to exercise or eating a good breakfast, um, praying, uh, your devotions, um, reading a, a book to, to get your mind stimulated or journaling, affirmations, those type of things. Those will bring you into balance each day. They set you up for the best day possible. So with those five steps, that will set you up for the perfect morning routine. So understand what your morning's all about. Start with baby steps. Be consistent. Work out an evening routine to set you up for the best success with your morning routine and create and stick to the routine. Now, as a little bonus, I want to share with you seven things to do every morning to start your day off right. Like, there's so many things that we do, but if we don't get off on the right foot, if we don't have the foundations down, then seems like the rest of the, the building or the day crumbles around us. You know, we lose that hour in the morning and spend the rest of the day looking for it. So step number one, or the first thing that you can do to start your day off right is to get up. You know, don't hit the, don't hit the snooze. Don't push the snooze button. It's, you lose time. You don't sleep that well after you hit the snooze. And 
it's just an all around better morning if you just get out of bed when the alarm goes off. Okay. Um, I forget who it was said, if you have trouble getting into action, count down three, two, one, and do the thing. Like tell yourself, I will do this thing. I, oh, I'm so tired. I can't get up, but I have to get up. So I'm going to count down three, two, one, and then I'm going to get out of bed. So three, two, one, boom, feet hit the floor. The second thing you can do is to find a calm space. I use my mornings to sit in silence. I use my mornings to read my Bible, to drink my coffee, to go over my my planner for the day. Those things get my headspace right so that I can have a good day knowing where I'm supposed to be, knowing what I have to do. But I have to have that quiet space, that calm space in order to get those things right. The second one or the third one is to drink. Now, I know quite a few of you probably poured a giant shot of bourbon, but that's not the drinking I've been talking about. Uh, you go to bed at night and you don't drink any water while you're sleeping. Obviously, you're sleeping. So you need to have some water to hydrate yourself. And I fall into this. I don't drink a cup of water before I have my morning coffee because coffee is made with water, so it's got to be good enough, right? But the truth is that you have to have enough water. And so drinking that water even before you get your coffee is pretty important. So, it, you know, a hydrated mind and all is supposed to help you make better decisions and think better and all of that. So it's a good thing to do. Uh, this fourth one, is also very difficult for me. I like doing this thing, but I struggle with it because I don't like to make it for myself. And that's eating breakfast. Now, I like to call what I do intermittent fasting because that's the latest health fad. You know, you eat like two meals a day later in the day and you fast until, you know, noon the next day. So that's that's kind of what I do. <laughs> but eating a good, healthy breakfast key being healthy, can fuel you throughout the day. So make sure that you're making wise decisions when you eat the breakfast. Don't grab a bagel and cover it with jelly or jam or something filled with sugar. You don't want to grab a couple of apples, even though that seems like the healthy option. All that is is sugar. You need to eat a good, healthy breakfast. Not giving you health advice here. Do your own research. Moving on. You need to move, okay? At the very least, get out and stretch because when you sleep, you often end up in weird positions. And that can leave you with kinks in your neck or a sore shoulder or, you know, a cramp in your leg. But if you move, if you stretch, that gets your blood flowing. You might even fall into the habit of a morning workout. That would probably be a good thing. It's something that I could implement. Next, you need to check your day. This is something I always do. Look at your calendar. Look at your journal. Look at your schedule book. Whatever that is, if you have a planner, check it out first thing in the morning. Or, I mean, maybe not first thing as soon as you step out of bed, but it needs to be before you start your day. That way you know what's coming. You don't forget the appointments. You don't forget the phone calls. You don't forget the meetings. You don't forget the projects you have to go check on. You know what's coming. I can save you a lot of headaches. I can't tell you how many times I've 
not, well, I mean, not many times, but the few times that I have not checked my planner, there's invariably or inevitably or whatever the correct word is there, been something that I missed that should have been done, that I needed to do. And the last step, you need to do something for you, okay? Now, if you are the type of person who who likes to sleep in, you're like, well, Ken, I'm already doing something for me. I'm sleeping in all morning. But sleep, getting more sleep should not be a life goal. Doing things that you enjoy doing awake are life goals. So you might spend time reading a book or journaling or listening to a podcast, an audio book, or learning something or starting a side hustle or, or your hobby or spending time with a friend. Call your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, your long lost friend from 1993 middle school. You know, do some of those things to help you feel your day, to give you a boost mentally, to give you a little bit of energy, gives meaning and purpose to the day. So these things that I've shared with you today might not be your whole morning routine. There's going to be other things that you implement and iterate on, but the key is that you implement and iterate until you come up with your perfect morning routine because you'll be amazed once you get that in place how much better you feel when you get into that habit. So that's all I've got for you for today. I'd love it if you'd share this episode with a friend. Just take a screenshot of you listening to the episode. Like go into your podcast app, screenshot it, share it on Instagram, tag me and two of your best friends who you know need to implement a morning routine. I'd love for you to do that. I'll give you, I'll shout you out on the, on the hundredth episode. <laughs> How about that? So that gives you two weeks to do this thing. With that, I'm going to end the same way I end every single episode. You can do whatever you want in life, but whatever you do, do good work.